0: Welcome to the New American Weekly with Kate Daly. Let's get right to the most pressing headlines of the week. It's not about the right or the left, it's just about the truth. Let's do this. Hi there, welcome. To Kate Daly for the New American. TheNewAmerican.com, by the way, great reporting should see their articles today. Fantastic stuff. Um, if you want to get just down to the truth, that's the best place to go, thenewamerican.com. I've been doing this a long time, and boy, you sure filter through the mediums of media. And when you finally realize that there are only so many places to find truth, like it doesn't cater to the right or the left, which is so rare these days. That's why I'm saying go to the new American dot com and save yourself some time and trouble because that's the hottest tip I can give you right now is that you've got some really good reporting there. Um, so what is happening this week? And I'm going to share with you um, some comments from my favorite constitutionalist um, attorney and expert, Chris Ann Hall. She is located at Liberty Society dot com and she speaks out about. Um, what's going on in a way that we can understand where the Constitution aligns with or doesn't align with what our country's doing. (laughs) And so she covered a couple of topics. Number one, the border. Um, and what the states should be doing now. And of course, uh, the number two it was the Chevron precedent from 1984 that a lot of people don't realize is up for grabs. And what will the Supreme Court do? She kind of gives what her feeling on that. And then also um, laws to cement that if the feds want to come to a citizen that they have to actually go through the sheriff. Now, there's some things to say about that because that's already the, what should be the reality in America. But for some reason, it's not. And so are the laws going to help or hurt that? And then I want to talk about disease X. And I want to talk about the latest, weirdest, strangest comment from Bill Gates. Oh, it's a loaded one, too. Um, and then also disease X. That's a loaded one as well. Here's Chris Ann Hall talking about the border. Let's first talk about the border. Um you had put something up that talked about um look at uh, governors get on the ball and just start doing it. Start get together and start doing it. This is getting ridiculous at this point. So yeah. what's your did you want to say something about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The the thing is this we have to we have to understand that the federal government not fulfilling its responsibility mm-hmm. to Uh, secure the borders doesn't leave the states defenseless. As a matter of fact, the Constitution demands that the federal government uh, actually protect the borders from invasion. But if the federal government refuses to acknowledge that we're being invaded, guess what? The Tenth Amendment throws that authority back to the states. And so the states, especially, well, every state uh, makes the governor of their state the commander-in-chief of the military of that state, and the governor has an obligation as the commander-in-chief of the state to defend its state from invasion. As a matter of fact, there's a constitutional uh, clause in the Texas Constitution that specifically says the governor is the commander of chief and must protect the state from invasion.
0: So I guess we get to find out if the governors are just going to wench and wine or they're actually going, they're worth their salt and actually going to do something.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, Abbott, I don't, I don't think it's Abbott. Actually, I think it's Kim Paxton mm. uh, has actually, um, I mean, they're kicking the feds out of mm. Eagle Pass and some of okay. several of these large border towns. Good. What will be the test for Texas is if the Supreme Court or some federal lower court before then uh, tells Texas, sorry, you can't do that, that's a power reserved to the federal government, which, by the way, no power is reserved to the federal government. You'll never find that in the Constitution. Mm. The Constitution says powers are delegated to the federal government and reserved to the state. Mm. So, um, no power is reserved to the federal government. But if a lower court or the Supreme Court declares mm-hmm. that the, that, the uh, securing of the border or lack thereof mm-hmm. is reserved to the federal government it will be up to Texans and the state of Texas to tell those courts to go fly a kite because Amen. in reality the courts do not outrank the state mm. they simply don't and James Madison the father of the constitution you know the dude who wrote it yeah. <laughs> actually wrote in 1800 mm-hmm. that it was the state Who have the ultimate authority Mm -hmm. over the application of the Constitution, even over the Supreme Court. Wow. So we have James Madison specifically saying the courts are beneath the authority of the state.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, let's just hope. Let's just hope we can finally get something done because both parties um, have worked together to not do something about it. So let's hope. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, both parties. Um, horrifying. Anyway, let's talk about the Chevron. Let's talk about, you've got, to, you've got to bring this up because I think this is fascinating.
1: Yeah, so in 1984, the Supreme Court held uh, in a case that we, we've referred to in precedent called the Chevron Doctrine, mm-hmm. that the regulatory agencies, the executive agencies, have an authority and a latitude to create their own rules, regulations, and basically fill in any blank <laughs> left by Congress when they wrote certain pieces of legislation for example the clean air act right Mm -hmm. clean air water act sure the supreme court did not define what was a waterway as if we need to know what that means (laughs) so what happened was the supreme the the regulatory agency had not having a definition from congress Said okay, the EPA says we will define that, and they define a waterway, mm-hmm. a navigable waterway, as any body of water that is standing more than ninety days. Which turns out that guess what, your puddle in your in your pasture pasture area that sits more than ninety days becomes a navigable waterway under the right. Clean and Water the Clean Air and Water Act. Right. Okay? So uh, last year, the Supreme Court really tightened the noose around these regulatory agencies by saying, hey, you can't fill in blanks. Well, now we have a a bunch of fishermen who are now suing the federal government over their application of um, more regulatory agencies and regulatory rules to excessive fines and punishments, even where these fishermen Mm -hmm. have to pay agencies' agents to be on their boats to monitor their fishing practices. And the the agents are requiring these fishermen to pay them more Mm -hmm. to regulate their activity than they're actually paying their employees to be on the boats. And so what this will do, uh, we believe the Supreme Court is going to put the nail in the coffin for Chevron. Now, you've got people like uh, Jackson <laughs> Brown in <Brown and> them <laughs> that are freaking out, right? No, oh, so yeah. we can't end Chevron. We yeah. can't, this will kill our environment or blah, blah, blah. So, But we also have justices like uh, Thomas and Gates, uh, not Gates, and um, oh my gosh, Gorsuch mm-hmm. that have said we're ready for Chevron to die. Wow. Hmm. So okay. we are looking at a an at an unprecedented time when we could possibly see one of the worst cases ever endorsed by the Supreme Court die. This will drastically and severely take away. Agency authority and reduce regulatory power uh, in in the greatest way we've seen in decades.
0: That was Chris Ann Hall, constitutional expert and attorney, talking about this coming up now for the Supreme Court, and it really is a big deal. It's all about federal policies because those federal policies that they're allowed to create stamp stomp on us pretty hard, and we. normally you can't do anything about it they're just allowed to do whatever they want and there's no representation of any type of government involved which is really supposed to be the case so 1984 it's kind of comical that that was honestly (laughs) the year they did this um 1984 but at the same time look at at maybe the possibility of overturning this and 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 taking that out of existence wouldn't that be amazing
2: Hey America, how tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the new American magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app. Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now for a limited time, the New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at the slash radio 25
0: Welcome back to the New American Weekly with Kate Daly. How are you doing? Uh hopefully you had a great week. And uh, of course, uh, text to Birch Gold 989898. 98 98. Text my name Kate. You'll get some fantastic information. They they put out a huge article Birch Gold, great place to buy gold and silver too, but they put out a huge article will the Davos uh, entities use your money when things get very uncomfortable? And the answer to that, as you can probably guess, is yes, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, so shore up everything you have, your IRAs and everything with gold. It's a great precaution. It's a great safety measure. If you haven't done it yet, it won't cost you anything, which is really nice, right? It doesn't cost you anything. That's fantastic. But also, um, it will secure what you've got out there, so they can't just take it from you. Remember the Great Depression? Everything was just taken. Um, Manufactured depression. Anyway, so make sure you text Birchgold989898. Text my name, Kate, as the message. You're probably sitting on your phone right now, and you'll get some free information, which is amazing. So here is uh, the rest of what Chris Ann Hall had to say, because I think this is such phenomenal information for you. As a constitutional expert and attorney, here she is finishing up talking about the Chevron precedent, which... The Supreme Court's going to end up, uh, we're going to end up dealing with this again. It'll be interesting to see the outcome this time. Here you go.
1: We are looking at at an unprecedented time when we could possibly see one of the worst cases ever endorsed by the Supreme Court die. This will drastically and severely take away agency authority and reduce regulatory power uh, in in the greatest way we've seen in decades.
0: Oh, that's amazing, because it has nothing to do with representative government. It's completely, they're completely no. on their own. And how apt that it was in 1984, by the way. But, uh, yeah, but, I yeah. just thought
1: about that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's what Gorsuch said uh, in this opinion they issued uh, last year, was, look, you've basically got an agency full of bureaucrats that are, yeah. are taxing without representation. That are regulating without restriction.
0: Doing whatever they want to do, and um, whatever they want to do. Yep, and we've been Our so. I like bureaucrats. Jeez. So, this will be interesting. So, you think it will finally die? Even though uh, little. Well, I hope so. Okay. And 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 the sad
1: thing is is that it will actually. I believe. Uh, rests on uh, Mary uh, Amy Comey Barrett, mm. uh, who, by the way, is a big government precedent-following uh, justice. Mm. She's not a conservative. She's not even a religious conservative when it comes... challenging anything that the court has said before. You really nailed that
0: one by the way. You really nailed that one when she, when everybody was singing her praises you were like uh 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 not so fast and you were, you nailed it. You were totally right. Yeah.
1: Well, but I'm not a prophet or a soothsayer. It was just a matter of looking (laughs) at her voting record.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm just glad that you came out early and just said watch it. You know what I mean. She was given a lot yeah. of praise and everybody was singing and dancing, and you were like, mm, 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 not so fast. Also, I right. just wanted to mention this. Uh, there's a law that, that's going to be floated in my state where they're saying, um, look, uh, the 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 FBI, these federal agencies actually have to go to a county sheriff and uh, with written with written uh, a written ask to be able to do things to the citizenry of that county what is your position on that
1: well first we have to understand that that's already the standard mm-hmm. um and the way we reason we know that's already the standard is because all these federal agencies trick our sheriff into riot signing a document that we call a mutual jurisdiction document which gives the feds permission to come into the county without asking permission from Mm. the sheriff every single time. Mm -hmm. So the standard is that the sheriff, that they have to constitutionally legally do that. Now they don't because either a, the sheriffs don't know any better. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't know that they're supposed to, or B they've been lied to and they think that the federal government is the superior government and they have no say. So the law could be good, or it could be bad. It, it could, could parcel be good if it, yeah, it could be good if it just says in any and all circumstances, and a sheriff can't waive this with a mutual jurisdiction agreement. Mm. It could be bad if, like you said, it says parcels out. They must for A, B, or C, mm-hmm. which means they don't have to for. You know yeah,
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're exactly right. I, I think there's a lot of danger to that, because, like you said, it's already a thing. That was Chris Ann Hall from Libertyfirstsociety.com, and she does a great job in explaining constitution, and she's right, it is already a thing, so why would they have to present a bill for it? Well, usually it would be to parcel items out so that other items now could legally be excluded, which would be very bad for us. So all in all, bills like that are usually not a good idea. Um, So if you see that passed in your state or they're trying to pass it, usually when they pass bills, they do it about 20 states at a time because they figure that the states aren't going to talk to each other, that they're not going to figure out what the other states are doing. And usually the groups behind those kinds of bills, when they can be harmful, um, which in this case, that bill does kind of separate things out, like what they, when they have to ask permission, the FBI, to go after a citizen. Um, and when they can't, well, um, like I said, 20 states at a time. Always look for those bills. They're usually written by think tanks and not usually the person themselves. And that's the danger that we face as a nation. By the way, the NACs were due this week. The, the whether or not we're going to rule, the SEC is going to rule on NACs, which is Natural Asset Company. Um, none of your representation, senators or congressmen, were probably talking about this. It is the biggest issue of the century. It's the biggest issue since we became a country because it's selling our public lands to the highest bidder. Any foreign entity, China, Russia, anybody, and uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, And then also they get to manage those lands and they can stop and halt production for oil. They can halt production for food. They can say, we're just going to sit on this property because of the fact that um, they can do it in the name of climate change. Well, the deadline was this week. And then there's a two week rebuttal period. And we're going to learn whether or not the SEC is going to sell us out um, to the highest bidder. BlackRock, anyone will be able to buy part of this country. And um, it's going to gut our country. It's that bad. It is probably the biggest issue we've faced as a nation. And there is complete media silence on it, which tells me it's even bigger than that because they usually hide the biggest issues and because um, none of your representation anywhere is talking about it. I live in a conservative state. And they are not talking about it at all. They haven't even mentioned it. Although they did. I I do have a congressperson that did congratulate Taylor Swift on being the person of the year. Time magazine. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Nothing on NACs. They're going after public and private land. So it's a big deal. Um, also, it was the Arctic blast this week. Iowa took place. Um, of course, Trump leading out, Trump hinting around that Christy Nome might be his VP. It'll be kind of interesting to see who that person ends up being. Um, And also, I have an article for you, something that you kind of need to keep in mind. This one was a strange one, I'll admit this one. This one kind of proves my theory, my very unpopular theory about the election. If you want to hear that, stay tuned. I'll be right. Back, of course, on uh, the new American Weekly with Kate Daly, where we dial in on the most important issues of your week. Be right back. Do I have to eat this? Oh, honey, it's great protein. Don't be picky. Eat your crickets.
2: Many are following the lead of the United Nations to replace your meat diet with an insect diet. It's an all-out war on meat, farmers, and ranchers. Don't let new green policies place controls on your life and overall freedoms. It's time to get us out of the UN. Go to JBS.org or call 800-JBS-USA1.
0: Hi there! Welcome back to the New American Weekly with Kate Daly. I sure hope you're doing well. Um, so, and really, truly enjoying your weekend—you deserve it. <laughs> so, don't we all? Um, well, there's a couple of things we need to chat about, of course, and uh, trying to hit all of the big things that have been going on. But uh, this is there's truly some things that that are urgent. And also, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature. It's a great product. If you've ever heard ads for out Balance of Nature, those testimonials are true. And I was looking for a food supplement, and it was a difficult journey because I was trying to find one that was actually going to work, that didn't have pesticides, didn't have any chemicals, and that actually was going to be what it was supposed to. You know what they were saying it was. Well, I started taking this product, and it was 31 fruits and vegetables. And yeah, it works. And yeah, it is what they say it is. And yes, those testimonials are real. And I can attest to that because my whole Family takes it and we love it. And we have for years and years and years. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. So go to balanceofnature.com. Code word is Kate, K A T E, and that'll get you 35% off and free shipping. Finally, products that we can actually believe in and that are really incredible and do what they say. I love that. Balanceofnature.com. Um, let me play this clip from Tedros over at The Who. And um, here he is discussing disease X. You guys have been, you know, they've been talking about this a little bit. They actually did this in 2019, just in time for COVID-19. I don't believe in coincidences. I'm not a coincidence theorist, but there you go. And um, here is his comment. Now, he says disses. Disses, I think, is it's disease is what he's trying to say. I don't know why he can't nail that word, but... Not that hard, but uh, disease is the word that he keeps using. But listen to the little tell inside this comment. Here we go.
2: If I may, although COVID came immediately,
0: hmm.
2: uh, we were preparing for COVID-like uh, disease.
0: We were preparing?
2: You, you may even call COVID as the first disease X. And it may happen again. Um, So Disease X is a placeholder for uh, unknown um, Um, disease. I just wanted to start by clarifying that because there is already a a lot of attention.
0: It's a placeholder for disease. Okay, disease is what he's trying to say. I'm not trying to mock the man, Um, but he runs a corrupt organization, the WHO, and it's interesting to hear him say that they were preparing for a disease, preparing for something to come. And voila, it came. Here we go. One more time. Here we go.
2: Although COVID came immediately, we were preparing for COVID-like disease.
0: Disease. disease. Okay. So even though COVID came um, immediately, it almost sounds like he's trying to sell us on something. Um, gee, uh, here it came and they came in right in time with disease X. Isn't that strange? Did they have a crystal ball? And then of course they wanted to, um, have it as a, you know, placeholder, a placeholder for what? Very strange wording, very strange things to say, and a very strange tell inside of that because in order to sell this, the whole idea of disease X, whatever that may be, (laughs) That's what they want you to think, whatever that may be, whatever we're going to conjure up, but whatever that may be, they have to sell you on virus and they have to sell you on contagion. The interesting thing is they didn't come out with public health came out with contagion back in the early 1900s. I honestly think that looking back, how in the world would we have survived as a species if every single thing was contagious? Bacterias, that can be contagious, okay? But the word virus is based on contagion. It's ba- it, was, it came out at the same time. They couldn't find a bacteria, so they came out with this new terminology called virus, this new thing called virus. It was done by the Rockefellers, who, whom I don't trust, <laughs> not one bit. And it was interesting that both came out at the same time in the low 1900s. And both were used to sell this idea that um, everything was contagious and then they started wearing the masks. But I went back into the archive of of like uh, 1918 flu and the masks, the doctors were laughing at that. They were saying the mask is going to cause disease. The mask is going to cause you to breathe in bacteria. The mask is what's bad. What are you talking about? Doctors don't get sick. We're around sick people all the time. Contagion is not a thing. They were laughing at it. They were saying, this is absolutely absurd that you guys are coming out with this. But see, public health was brand new at the time. Public health was an entity that based everything off prevention. And they could come out and say, well, you can spread everything. So therefore, here we are as an agency of the government to not spread anything. But you really need to go back with a lot of common sense and a lot of logic and say, well, how would we have survived? Wouldn't we all have been sick all the time in history if everything was contagious? Okay, Because with the bacteria, that means you have to get that close and up and personal with somebody in order to make that happen, not just a passerby. Remember in uh, COVID, they said, oh, you're going to kill somebody's grandma. Well, grandma lives in Florida. Yeah, you're still going to kill her, even though she's states away and you've never seen her or been around her. They tried to sell the idea of that. And so here is Tedros at The Who trying to sell you on disease X and that for some reason, The Who has a crystal ball that no one else has. And that they're going to tell you that, oh, yes, we're going to have disease after disease. It's all coming. Why all of a sudden in society are they saying this? Why didn't they say this in 1980? Why didn't they say this in 1970? Why didn't they say this in 1950? Why did they not use this as a placeholder disease X clear back then? Why did they just do it before before COVID-19 hit? right before that before they told you that 98 symptoms pretty much all the classic symptoms in the book were this thing called covid still to this day they've never had an actual sample of covid did you know that they don't even they cannot give and the cdc has actually said they do not have an actual sample of it to show you the seek full sequence of covid-19 i don't know if most people realize that <laughs> It's in their own documentation. But Disease X seems to be a really nice little excuse for whatever the governments come up with, for whatever intelligence agencies come up with, for those in control um, come up with. Does it not seem that way? Very convenient. You didn't see this 20 years ago. You didn't see it 15 years ago. And all of a sudden, now they've got a crystal ball and it's going to be disease after disease. Does that make sense to anybody? It shouldn't. It shouldn't make any success. It shouldn't really. You, we all should have a dose of common sense and logic and look back in history and say, gee, why all of a sudden with really good sanitation around the world, the only reasons we ever the only reason we ever got something that was contagious was if it was in um, through san- bad sanitation. OK, so we have really good sanitation we have since the 50s. It doesn't even make sense that something could spread that easily nowadays. (laughs) Out of any time in history, this would not be the time that you would pinpoint on the map of history to say that now we are up for contagious disease after contagious disease. We have very, very, very good sanitation. So how do they sell a lie like that? Well, they just keep telling you that basically if you don't wear a mask 24-7, everyone's susceptible and... You guys remember when you were around a sick relative, right? A child or a spouse, and you didn't get sick. So things are not that contagious, obviously. (laughs) Their lie just doesn't make any sense on any level. But you're going to keep getting told about disease X and how scary and how fearful you should be and how crazy this is and um, how diabolical, oh, somebody must be after us. Really? We have the biggest military in the world. Why is somebody after us? Oh, they hate us and they, ha- they hate our freedoms. Really? Because we're basically in every single country. We give money to every country. We're inside every country. We have bases in every country. And people hate us so much they want to drop a biological weapon on us? People are still saying it's a biological weapon. If it w- really was a biological weapon then it wouldn't need to be COVID wouldn't have needed to be 98 symptoms wide so that it could encompass every single thing ever given to mankind. Every single symptom. It just wouldn't have happened like that. Okay. So we got to think in this in terms of logic, the logic doesn't pan out. The logic isn't there. Disease X is a fear tactic put out by the who embraced by the world. And because they say it now we think it's true very strange. Be right back. (laughs) The new American Weekly with Kate Daly.
2: Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at JBS.org.
0: Welcome back. I'm Kate Daly with the New American Weekly. Make sure and get to the New You're gonna love this news source. Um look. I immerse myself in this stuff all the time, and the New American is just fantastic at reporting. They really have good reporters, and they are there to give you a very factual, balanced approach to news, and I really love it a lot. Um, Welcome back. And, of course, a couple things to talk about. I do want to talk about... Bill Gates. Well, I know I don't really want to, but I have to because he said something very interesting and I want to dissect it. Then I want to talk to you about Iowa, the Arctic blast and Trump. And I want to talk to you about an article that came out that is a really weird uh, clue as to maybe some thoughts that are very unpopular on my end might be true. Let's start with Bill Gates. Here we go.
1: Uh, that there's competition, so the prices keep going down, and we will have new vaccines. We'll have a a TB vaccine, malaria vaccine, HIV vaccine, and even the Things like COVID vaccines, we need to make them have longer duration, more coverage. uh, And we're going to change instead of using a needle to use a little patch. Uh, So the pandemic really highlighted that we've been underinvested in those innovations. And, you know, our partners in India are are part of how we're going to get these breakthrough products done.
0: Very strange clip. And let me tell you why, what I'm kind of gathering from what he's saying. Every single thing that Bill Gates sees needs a vaccine, okay? Bill Gates was given millions of dollars to come up with an HIV vaccine, which he never did, him and Fauci. They never actually completed that, and they spent over 35 years on it. That's kind of amazing that they came up with COVID vaccine. Now, think about this in just the logic terms, okay? That... They introduced COVID the end of January and it was twenty twenty, because I remember reporting on it. And within one week they had an answer, and the answer was going to be the new HIV vaccine. They never once talked about health. They never once said, well, what is it? They never once said, Well, what gee, what are the what are the real symptoms to it? They never once said, Let's see how this thing rolls out, let's see how many it affects, and then we'll come up with a plan. The plan was already calculated. The plan was already done and it was already accomplished within a week. They were already, Fauci was already saying at the White House that it was a vaccine and a vaccine was the only thing that could manage it and only thing that could help. Although they didn't even name it yet and didn't know what it was. How do you come up with a so-called cure to something that doesn't exist yet that you haven't even named? You don't even know anything about it because <laughs> they were calling it the mystery. Okay. Okay. And nowadays, every single thing, malaria, anything that they come up with, the only answer in Bill Gates's book is a vaccine. Now, you could immediately go to profit. You could say, well, it was profit. Profit is the reason. True, profit is a big reason, okay? Because you have to keep taking their shots, right? But it was interesting to have him say, well, he's going to come out with a patch. So that's kind of the newest way to deal with anything is the patch, always coming up with these really new creative ways to give you the only cure, quote unquote, right? Because I don't believe it's a cure for you. It's never health. It's never eat this or try this or, hey, let's look into this. It's the only answer for you and your family is government and pharma coming together to give you their solution. And it's in a vial and a needle and your immune system's in a vial and a needle. Does that make any sense to anyone? (laughs) Nothing else. There could be no other, no other rational way to end an illness other than a shot. Is your immune system located in a shot now? I thought God gave us a great immune system. Hmm. Interesting. So it's in a patch. And then he said their partners in India are going to make things happen. Does that mean it's going to disease X might originate in India and India will have the answer? Does that mean that his pharma companies that are going to do the bulk of all of these new patches are coming from India? And why India? It's really strange. He said India is our partner. India is going to come up with us. As an American, why is Bill Gates saying India? You should maybe look into that more. There might be something more there. Um. So I don't think our immune system is located in a vial and a needle. And it's odd that we lasted through generations and civilizations, and yet we got to the 1950s, and that is the only answer by government. It's the only way they'll ever deal with any kind of um, uh, malady or, or illness is through a shot now. Hmm, it's the only answer. Only one they know. Remember the movie, I See Dead People? All they see is vaccines. <laughs> And are they vaccines? Do they actually work like a vaccine? The answer to that question is no, they don't. So I don't know why they're calling them vaccines. Before you put something in your body, really make sure of what you're taking. We used to use things like castor oil. Castor oil compresses on the skin, and your body heat would take in the castor oil layers deep. And a lot of people talk about the removal of tumors or the removal of things Um, in their bodies this way. We used to use a lot more natural medicines, and they worked. And that's how we're all here. Our ancestors suffered through some things, and we're here because of their ingenious use of herbs. The other thing I wanted to talk about, I'm going to switch gears kind of fast, we're getting to the end of the show, is the Arctic blast. (laughs) I guess it's called winter, um, but now it's an Arctic blast. Everything's always done in exaggerated terms, is it not? Um, And of course, Iowa, 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 Iowa. In fact, all you're going to hear about is election drama from here until the election. All eyeballs on the election 24-7. That's what they want. So and I'm not saying that it's not a big deal. Well, I'm kind of saying it's not a big deal because of the reasons I'm going to give you. But there was an article today that was really telling and it was all about CNBC. Okay, big media, mainstream media coming out and saying U.S., executives are saying it's okay if trump wins economy will be fine economy will probably be better and it's a-okay don't worry about it don't go ballistic you lefties it's everything's fine now when did you last see coverage like that (laughs) okay not usual it's not usual you usually don't see headlines like that jamie dimon coming out going well you know i think trump should win and trump will be the winner and then biden even slipping up last year and saying trump will be our next president Will Trump be in? And I think a lot of people would be very happy at the thought of that. I actually really like Trump and I don't like it when people just bash him to bash him because usually the reasons are ridiculous. Tell you the truth. There's not a whole lot of logic around the reasons why they hate him when he was uh, pretty, actually pretty loved until he ran for president. Right. Then he became a source of of um, dialogue. okay, And contempt for the leftists. The reason I'm telling you this is because I think we need to look big picture. Why is Trump running if he knows it's rigged? Is he being forced to run and create this drama? Is it, is it to prove validity of the election? The bigger the fight over the election, therefore it's valid. Therefore, the winner will be valid. Therefore, there's no fraud attached to this. I think there's a lot that you could talk about when it comes to The answer to that single question that nobody can seem to answer. Why is Trump running if he knows it's rigged? So they're creating a lot of drama. So, of course, Trump won, which, of course, he would. Look at who he's running against. And then, of course, Vivek drops out. I think he was promised a position. And then, to top it off, you've got the next day headlines were... And I know this is going to sound insane because it is. It's a lie, people. Biden on top on top of the polls today. Everyone wants Biden. They don't really want Trump. And only 20% will vote for him if he's convicted. So they keep throwing out this if he's convicted dramatized headline, which he won't be convicted. So, But they want to keep pushing it out at you guys. So right there is a big tell, a big clue about the fact that even mainstream media is starting to wrap the idea that wrap wrap around the idea that Trump will be president and he might be. And I know a lot of people in my circles will be very happy to see that. The problem will be is that I don't think he runs the white house. I don't think, I don't think Biden runs the white house and the people that do run the white house want us, want us to be very, very complacent. So if we get him back, will he actually be running things or will it be the people behind him running things very quietly And also, we didn't get rid of socialized medicine. We didn't build a wall when we had the House, the Senate, and the presidency in 2017. Those are big tells, big clues. A lot of things did not happen. And we can't ignore that. And I don't want to ignore that. And of course, what I'm saying is not the low-hanging fruit of everybody applause. I get it. But I do want to make people think about the fact that if, if you know it's fixed... It's not even a good business decision to run for office. So is he being forced to play out this drama? Will he be put back in and will he be able to actually run the country with some of the ideas that he's talked about? I don't think so. I really don't. And we have to stop relying on the White House to save us. What really saves us in the end would be local, your local government, your local cities and counties. That's where the emphasis should be and in the states. For the new American Weekly, I'm Kate Daly.